0: travelling overseas soon, perhaps you're flying interstate. Is there a need for travel insurance? Well, it's a good question. Uh, Daniel in the Facebook group asked, Hey everyone, thoughts on getting travel insurance for domestic flights? My partner and I are planning to fly to Queensland in late November and we're wondering if it's worth the cost. The short answer is for domestic flights and domestic travel is no, but there's always exceptions And I just want to unpack why we take up travel insurance. And I'll just read another question that Megan asked me. She replied to an email of mine. If you have good life, death or disability insurance cover, does this mean that you do not need to purchase travel insurance when you go overseas? Do these insurance policies generally cover injury that occurs overseas? I always buy travel insurance when I go overseas. So, it got me thinking that travel insurance is possibly unneeded if you have uh, proper cover elsewhere. Now, I guess I'll first start by saying what I do for my own travel insurance. Firstly, when I travel overseas, I always take travel insurance. The only reason I really take travel insurance is if... There's a medical event or an accident overseas uh, and I have to go to hospital. Uh, The cost for hospital, particularly in the States, is very expensive, but other parts of the world, I'm sure it is not cheap. The reason we take insurance is to offload the risk. If I broke my leg you know, walking around somewhere and I got rushed to a hospital, I don't want to bill for $100,000 or if I have to get a helicopter flight somewhere, I don't want to bill for $200,000, okay? So, the reason I first and foremost get travel insurance is for medical events and accidents overseas. However, there are some other benefits for travel insurance and that can be if your luggage gets stolen or lost. If you um, have to have flights cancelled and you uh, lose out because of that, the travel insurance company can replace the cost of uh, flights and accommodation. Now, I actually was in the States once and I had to go to the dentist and um, yeah, it was really weird but I claimed it on my travel insurance and it was kind of worth it. Going back to the need for travel insurance when you've got other insurances in place, now... I've got personal income protection insurance. Now, that covers me uh, 24-7 worldwide if I hurt myself or am ill or uh, if there's some type of weird accident and that will replace my income after a waiting period. So, I could be skiing in Denver, break my leg, can't work for six months and my income would be replaced to that six months. Now, what that policy doesn't do, it doesn't cover the hospital bill or the medical treatment if I'm overseas Neither does your private health insurance. It only really works here in Australia. The reason why you would have the travel insurance again is if you did have to go to the hospital overseas, okay? So, the short answer is your disability insurance in Australia only replaces your income or if you couldn't work ever again, the total and permanent disability cover is a lump sum that you can pay off debt or pay. Um, provide for medical rehabilitation in Australia. So, it's it's a bit of an overlap when you travel overseas. You definitely want your personal income protection insurance because if you can't work, uh, you are insured. Well, have a listen to my insurance episode um, on My Millennial Money. It's episode 141. It's a very, very deep, deep, deep into all the types of insurance. Uh, there are some cheap insurance products Uh, that do not cover you overseas for income protection, but I don't want to get into that now. But essentially, yeah, you would complement the travel insurance um, when you're travelling overseas, absolutely. Another thing, people say, oh, what if I've got expensive things? Yeah, absolutely. You would have travel insurance to cover that. So, for example, my watch, um, it's actually... It would be insured under my travel insurance policy if it got lost or stolen, but it's also insured under my home and contents insurance policy. So I've I've kind of got um, it insured twice there. And particularly if you are hiring a car overseas, or particularly if you are travelling overseas and you're hiring a car, just check that your travel insurance provider will insure you to drive uh, a hire car because you might not need to pay for. The tack on insurance when you hire the car overseas. That kind of covers, hopefully, overseas. Now back here in Australia, generally speaking, if I am travelling, say if I'm in Sydney, I fly to Perth for three weeks for a holiday, I would not worry about travel insurance myself because if I get sick, I'm insured with Medicare, for example, so I I can go to a hospital and there's no cost because it's a national program. Medicare two. I've got private health insurance. So, if I did get sick or ill and I was in Perth um, and couldn't fly back to Sydney, I could still use my private health insurance there. Three, I've got my income protection insurance, which still works while I'm in Australia. So, realistically, if I'm traveling around Australia, the only reason I would have travel insurance possibly is if I've got some experience items that I'm traveling with and I've checked them into my luggage, but it goes back to having an emergency fund in place in your life to self-insure for some of the unexpected things. So, for example, if I'm traveling around Australia and I'm flying from Sydney to Perth, for example, and, and something happens with a flight and it gets canceled and I otherwise would have been able to claim that on travel insurance, well, hey, it It's probably a $400 flight that I've just got to suffer the consequences on if the airfare doesn't pay me back, for example. And that's the type of risk because remember I talked about insurance, we're transferring the risk. So, realistically, when I travel in Australia, I do not need to um, transfer the risk because I can realistically quantify the risk of something happening might only be $1,000, Um, If I lost my bag, well, I'll deal with it or if the airline lost my bag, well, they might be able to replace it anyway or if the flights were changed, you know, I can deal with that. So, it comes back to risk management and I'm happy to carry the risks of myself travelling particularly in Australia. Now, I guess finishing up, if you do have a credit card that you use, um, sometimes travel insurance is included if you book the flights on that credit card. So, one thing I do is when I travel in Australia, I always use my annex. So, technically, I've got travel insurance anyway. It's a a good discussion. There is a thread in the Facebook group where a few of us discuss this. So, if you join the Facebook group and in the search function, just search travel insurance, you'll see the post that Daniel put up. Join in on the discussion. There is really no yes or no um, hard statements when it comes to personal finance because everybody's situation is so unique. But certainly, it would be a suggestion that you would not waste your money on paying for travel insurance when you're traveling around Australia. Thanks for listening and I will chat with you soon. Later. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on get help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. And it just got me thinking, um, you wouldn't get a credit card just to have travel insurance. It's like you wouldn't buy something just to get the tax deduction. It often doesn't really work out that way. So, hey, if you've got a credit card and it does cover you for travel insurance, hey, knock yourself out. But just don't go and get a credit card. And under the guise of, I get the travel insurance for free because basically what happens is there's an annual fee that you have to pay for. And if you don't pay the credit card off, you pay interest and the credit card company wins as usual. And this is the first time I've done a little after party on the Express podcast. So, what's up? But yeah, what do you do when you travel and use travel insurance? I mean, I just always do it. It's for me, I'm just not going there in my mind for like a couple hundred dollars. Um... Like, I travel with friends and they don't worry about it. I think they're crazy and I tell them that. But insurance, it's it's a funny one. It's always annoying to pay for until you need it and then you're grateful. I mean, the amount of clients that I've had who have income protection and they don't take the full amount that they can be insured for or they do a cheaper option, they have an accident or they get sick and at that time, they always say to me, oh, hey, is it too late to change?" I'm like, yes, it's too late. Um... So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Pay for it. Get on with your life. Uh, But certainly, I don't particularly have it um, by default when I travel interstate. Although, technically, I do have it because it's just included on my Amex card. Okay, bye.